week, we argue that old chestnut, which is better, X or Y? Also, the Chestnut Appreciation Podcast. I'm your host, Tyler, the cardinal shrimp of this podcast. I'm your co-host, Jordan, the super tiger shrimp of this podcast. <laughs> I'm your also host, Kevin, the orange delight shrimp of this podcast. Now, what's so delightful about an orange delight shrimp? Here's the deal. Uh, the orange delight shrimp is not a beginner's species, and only oh. <laughs> experienced hobbyists should attempt to keep it or eat it or catch it. You've got to like grab it right behind the pinchers. So right, can't, can't no. What can't you got to you have to fool it and let it think that you're its mirror image oh, by yeah. dressing up in a in a shrimp costume. And then when it thinks that you're its mirror image, it'll share all of its deepest, darkest secrets with you. And then you use that to blackmail it. And then yeah. that's how you catch it. And then you eat it. Uh, Jordan, um, what is yours again? The super tiger shrimp. Now, can it use Hold a up. tiger uppercut? Yeah, I was about to say, I'm pretty sure it's one of Sagat's moves in uh, Super Street Fighter Five. Yeah, that's where the sonic boom comes from, because we all know shrimp can snap their snappies so fast that it creates a bubble that makes the sonic boom. I just wanna... Guys, I just I want to let you know that sexing of the orange delight shrimp is difficult, and so far no one has fully figured out how to sex the orange delight shrimp with the naked eye. Yeah, not for beginners or my. I just want to add to this <laughs> website that we're pulling these from has an article called Why Shrimp? An editorial. <laughs> yeah. com. So I guess, is it like dedicated to a Why shrimp? No. By, that's like by your... Bunneth T. Tyler, you tea. should you should partner with this website. So they have shrimp inverse and you have place oh, yeah. inverse. Place inverse. Yeah. Um, I'd also like to point out that most cardinal shrimp are also ordained bishops uh, within the Catholic <laughs> Church. Uh, that's uh-huh. a little known fact, but there's a pretty pretty fair chance. But Tyler, are they allowed to marry? Um, well, it's there's a lot of politics involved with fertilizing of eggs. Uh-huh. Um, so as there always is. As you've probably gathered, this is our verses and would you rather podcast where we take questions submitted by you, the listener, and we grill them up, throw them on a kebab, and hash them out here on the show. So. Without further ado, let's go ahead and get started. Actually, some ado. Um, I wanted to share this with you guys and also with our listeners so that you can keep me accountable. But um, after our episode a couple weeks ago where we talked about um, dentistry and you you shamed me uh, on <laughs> the fact that I haven't been to the dentist in 10 years. That's it right. Is, it is all I've been able to think about. Uh, and so I do, in fact, have an appointment. For this coming Tuesday, uh, so we'll see what's going on there. That's great. Hey, I, uh, what's, don't, I just went what's to the up dentist. in my mouth cavern? I went to the dentist uh, two weeks ago. Found out I have yet another cavity. So here's the thing. Hey, though, here's maybe thing. you should I brush don't... your teeth in the morning, you philistine. Nah, it's I... it's more that I, I brush my teeth every morning. I uh, or at night. Maybe you should brush your teeth at it's night. It's more you that I went on after every meal. I went on a like two year long leave of absence from flossing so that would do oh, yeah, it yeah i should be working on well, that too yeah Tyler, if you're not flossing i can guarantee you know what all right listeners we're taking bets in the in the <laughs> nvp uh facebook group 
uh, on the over under uh, of the number of cavities Tyler has. We're gonna put the, so what is it closest without going over? We're, we're yeah, gonna it's, no, it's you wager. Right we're gonna put it at we're gonna put it at four and a half. If you think he has more than five, if you think he has five or more, you put that wager down. If you think he has four or less, you put right, that wager down. And and the winner and the gets four hundred thousand dollars. Stories about people who go to the dentist and he's like, yeah, man, you've got you've got nine cavities, and then they're like. Uh, all right, and then they go to someone else a week later, and they're like, "No, that's wrong. You don't have any cavities. That guy was trying to get your insurance money." Like, I'm gonna want a second opinion on this. Uh, Tyler, just don't uh, do what I did with my dermatologist, which is let him look at your teeth. No, his name is Doctor Weinberg, and I walked in the first time I went to see him, and I was like, "Yeah, I have an appointment with Doctor Weinstein." <laughs> and they were like, it's Weinberg, you racist. Did you just reverse right there? Like, did I you commi- even turn no, around or did you just moonwalk out of the building? No, I committed seppuku right there. Oh, that's true. I, just, I forgot I, you were a ghost. And Dr. Weinstein acted as my second and uh, I preserved my honor. Here's the thing, though, Tyler. You're going to get x-rays and that's how they're going to know you have cavities. They will point out your cavities to you on your x-rays. <laughs> So this I could mean, be anything. This could be this could be black. You, holes you will see the holes babies. in your own enamel, and you'll be like, "Ah, uh, shoot!" I'm enamored with my enamel. Here's the thing, though. I have perfect teeth. I've been. Do you know that game where it's like two truths and a lie? I've been using perfect teeth as one of my truths for too long. I have a lot invested in this. Yeah. Well, guess what? <laughs> if you don't go to the dentist, you're gonna be two truths and a lie. So. Oh, wow, that was yeah. great. Good start. Your truth Good start your, the podcast. Your truth should be, I've never been to a dentist ever. <laughs> well, that's not true. It's just since I was, you know, like 14. Yeah, All right. Since your formative years. <laughs> Let's get started. Our first question comes to us from Enrico Schubin. Sh- Schubin. Hey, wait, wait. Let's say it like John Travolta would in the Oscars. Oh, let's put it in the, the John Travolta app. Yeah. Mine ended up being Jackson Zamirez. <laughs> which is pretty awesome. I thought that was him. Uh, <laughs> his Enrico Chauvin Travoltified is Eleanor Sipzon. <laughs> <laughs> so, Eleanor, thank you so much for your question. And Eleanor wants to know, uh, tying up loose ends versus burning bridges, both in a literal and metaphorical sense go tying up loose ends versus burning bridges tying up loose ends sounds like you're in the mafia it does it's like it's you know you're you're breaking bad or something and you're like oh man somebody saw me throw that pizza on the roof I gotta gonna, tie up some loose ends oh, man. i'm gonna tie up his loose ends or also tying up loose ends could be that you're getting a vasectomy that's true what is what is the other like practical uses of tying up loose ends? Is it just uh, like oh I've got a rope here? No, it's yeah, so you, a knot in it so it won't go. Tyler, the do you wear baby. shoes? Well, yeah, most of the time I'm wearing slippers at the moment. Well, I would hope you tie up your loose ends while you're wearing shoes. Well, that makes sense. I know when you're sewing, you're supposed to like put a little knot in the end so that the the, the thread doesn't go through the thingy thing, the fabric. So yeah, you nailed it. You nailed it, theater practicum. 
Uh, yeah, that's I got I got all of my tap points in costuming. <laughs> I was the seam ripper guy because I couldn't do anything else. Uh huh. Yep, you got it. Uh, here's the problem with burning bridges. Girls can't do it. No, they don't have. <laughs> they are. Um, they are don't incapable. have the strength to tear they apart. Have, the, they don't the have the gasoline access. No. Well, yeah, they they're not a Saudi American prince. No, uh, see, what Kevin, Saudi I, American, I, Saudi Arabian? <laughs> no, no. All right, uh, you had it right the first time. I am drunk. Yeah, Kevin just came from a uh, improv meet and greet where there was very little improvising and a whole right. lot of drinking. Let me tell you, how much I meat had, was there? I had uh, a Guinness, Salami. Uh, an Australian bronze. Uh, a Stella Artois and a Strongbow. And then he promptly made a bag of popcorn and ate it in like <laughs> in about five minutes. minutes. Yeah, not even. Yeah. Um, right but it was. This. I did. When I was eating that popcorn, I felt so superior to everybody. Now, why can't women burn bridges? Because I have had no. a number of women burn bridges with me. No, no, no. They, But they're always like, oh, but I still want to be friends. Like, mm, they can't. Nope, nope. Really? You're just that bad? It's no, there there are plenty of people who just go cold turkey on what? relationships, Hot friendships, etc. Burn, br- Hot burn jeans those girl? bridges. Hot jeans girl, I burnt that bridge. <laughs> Her jeans were way too warm. Uh well jeans are too warm. Um Arbor Day. But when when you burn bridges, you have a certain percentage chance. That you are going to burn one of America's beloved covered bridges. Oh, that's true. There are only three left in the world. It's they're an endangered species. Did I? Ever, and they're all. In, we have them in reserves. Did I ever share that YouTube video I found with you guys? Uh, it was during. It was like flooding in Vermont, and uh, it, this river started flooding, and this covered bridge got carried away. It was caught on video, and the guy filming it was like. Oh no, the bridge! No, and then he then he says, "Sad." <laughs> well, welcome to Ninjas vs. Podcast, our YouTube summary podcast. Um, I'm gonna find burning it. bridges though. Advantage, uh, you're gonna be keeping people from pursuing you. Like, say, say you got some some mafia men in a car with a Tommy gun. Or God or, forbid, some some tanks. You burn those not, bridges. Yeah, Nazis in a tank. Yeah, yeah. You stop them. You stop them dead. They're like, oh man, can't get across water without a bridge. Guess we gotta oh, call the war off. No, no. What if they have a Pokemon with the surf ability, though? Oh well, then you're you're boned. Yeah. God forbid they have waterfall. <laughs> um, I'm gonna share a piece of advice though. Um, that uh, a friend of mine, Kevin Gallagher, uh, pioneered. Uh, K Gal, not K Gall. Um. Yeah, I, I already don't care for this advice. Because yeah, well, uh, no, his advice, uh, tried and true, uh, for any uh, seniors graduating from college or high school or anyone moving on from one phase of your life into another, is that you gotta right away burn those bridges. <laughs> you have to. <laughs> you have to burn before you leave. You have to burn all of the bridges from your old life, and then you have to plant your new life in that rich rich carbon filled ash and let it let it bloom hey guys Cause if right. you have too much if you have too much tying you down you I, know you're not going to be able guys, to guys, guys. I, turn I found, into your found the beanstalk video. flower i found metaphor. the video it's only 19 seconds long please watch it all right here we go 
Nein. Oh, sad. No, but sad. I think I think I get what you're I think I get what you're saying, Tyler. If at every stage of your life, when you're going to a new chapter, you kill every single person you've ever known. It's true. You wipe out monetary debts. You wipe out people who have seen you split your pants. Yeah. You you wipe out people who maybe you just gosh darn don't like. But that sounds more like tying up loose ends than burning bridges, though. I feel like in the metaphorical sense, burning bridges is just cutting ties. Tying up loose ends is like cutting jugulars. Is is like the end of uh, Goodfellas. Because if you burn bridges, that just means like you did something real nasty wrong and this person is no longer willing to talk to you. Tying up loose ends, like, you're taking matters into your own hands, and you're making sure that none of this Guys, can be used against you. why would we want to set fire to one of America's most beloved actors, Jeff Bridges? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> and his brother, Bo Bridges. And they are both so kind, uh, linking... Uh, Hands to ankles to uh, help people across bodies of water year after year after year um, and letting folks hang on to their their long flowing hair for support. Um, really, we haven't shown them as much appreciation as we ought to. Uh-oh. Tying up loose ends means tying up loose ends of curling. So that means you're winning. You're winning <laughs> curling. Oh, you're going to you're going to win that curling tournament because you're tying up that loose end. You're going to put the net last nail in the coffin against the Swedish curling team. And you're going to win gold in a sport that nobody cares about. Except well, for me. We, we care about. Yeah, I, care. I mean, this podcast cares deeply. <laughs> I care. Uh, oh, Han Solo. Oh, wait, no, that was Luke. Yeah, Scott Walker, was. Mark Hamill. Um. Yeah, so you're going to win at that curling. You're going to sweep yourself to victory. Very good points. All right, I feel like we need to take a vote on this. Jordan, which are you going with? Uh, Tying up loose ends. Reasoning? Uh, I already gave it the, the Jeff Bridges. One. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin? Go, uh, please, please refer to previous joke. Um... <laughs> Uh, I am going to go with tying up loose ends because there is nothing better than tying up the end of a very long and drawn out uh, sit down affair. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Kevin has a, a sordid affair with sitting down. Oh, it's terrible. You I would said, so much rather For be... the second week in a row, you said <laughs> sordid instead of sordid. Yeah, wait a minute. <laughs> I was, was like, wait a minute. That All sounds right. wrong. Uh, and I'm going to go with Burning Bridges because you just, you need, you need that fertilizer for your new life, man. You need to take that nice cover bridge, you know, put an, put an end to the old so you can have a nice fresh start with the new. Sad. But as far as consensus is concerned, <laughs> go ahead with tying up loose ends. And thank you so much for your question, Eleanor. Our next uh, pair of questions actually comes to us from Heather Jetski, uh, or as she is better known 
um, in the acting circuit. Hector Jernis. <laughs> so thank you so much for your questions, Hector. First question, tape versus staples. Which is better? Which do you prefer? Tape well, versus I'll, I'll tell you something. I know a guy who got beat up by a homeless man on the subway. George Hampy of GeorgeHampy.com? George Hampy of GeorgeHampy.com. George Hampy of com and Yale School of Acting fame? School of Drama, please, you Philistine. Oh, that's, well, the um, acting program. Class right, of 2017. Uh, also, the the alma matris of Lupita What's Her Face from Twelve Years a Slave. Oh yeah, Lupita. So what Perone. you're saying yeah. is George is going to win Best Supporting Actress. That's correct. If for he his does, role... he better give us a shout out for all this free advertising <laughs> we've been doing for him. Or probably the but anyway, he got into Yale. When the G Hamp got beat up on the subway by a homeless man. They didn't use tape to tape his head back together. They used good old-fashioned American steel staples. Oh, yeah. Uh, so you're saying the staples have better medical application. Not the only that, The staples have better Kevin, medical application, and they love America. Not only yeah, that, but guess what? You can buy tape at staples. <laughs> can you that's buy true. staples at tape? <laughs> no, you can't. Ah, shoot. Well, there you go. There's the also a staples center up. where you can see wonderful concerts. Is there a tape center? How come there is no tape center? There is exactly. a tape deck. When was the last time anyone was in a Staples? Why is there an entire center? Uh, I was there it? about a month ago. Were you buying Staples? No. I was. Oh, well, it's a Staples he, or a staple of Staples. He, he was buying stock in Staples. They just have a kiosk set up. Like, please invest in us. Well, it's like a, you have to get a scratch-off card, and it tells you how many stocks you <laughs> You uh, yep. If you line up three lemons, you got it. Um. So, but there's also the advantage of medical tape. Like that's gonna keep keep gauze on and stuff like that for the Gaza Strip. Um, no, you can use regular tape for that. Can we all just agree on that? Medical tape is a sham. Well, here's the disadvantage of staples if you're using it on documents. Uh, it's gonna put a hole in that document. Like once you go staple, it's there's no going back. Like maybe you can use one of those staple removers that everyone just plays with, like it's a little T Rex head or alligator. <laughs> um, but still, there's gonna be little holes in there, and more likely, oh, and that's you know, the someone word. you're gonna. It is- Un, it is unprofessional to have tiny holes in a document. It's true. Uh, and if you say you need to separate those two pages and, like, you're saving one, chances are one's going to get all torn to shreds and it's going to look ugly and not be yeah, well, let me tell you what, guys. If you use tape... If you use tape to put two documents together, you look like a drunk man. That's like, true. hey, I'm putting these two documents together, and I put my social security on there because government's going to see it. It's going to spy on it, do put you, tape over it. Do you guys know which of these two, uh, what are we, what do we call them, adhesives? I don't even know. Uh, uh, stick together. Connections. connections. Which of these two uh, connections erections. Samwise Gamgee prefers? I I don't know. He prefers know his his it. old man Gaffer's tape. <laughs> <laughs> his old Gaffer Gamgee's tape. That was that was a lot of build up for a theater joke. Um, well, yeah, Gaff I'm tape really is happy a commonly available tape. Get this. Gaffer's uh, tape? Yeah, Gaff tape. Um 
Advantage tape, uh, it can be used for a number of things beyond just, you know, connecting one thing to another thing. Uh, like, I found out firsthand that it can be used to keep air from coming in through the rusted out uh, lower third of your car door. <laughs> um, that's something it's very good for. Uh, it's also great for, you know, turning pieces of paper into uh, stickers or shipping labels. Like, it's great for that. Um, there's a ton make, of good stuff that you can make for. all kinds of uncomfortable clothing out of duct tape. You can roll it into little donuts and like put mustaches on things. That's always fun. Yeah, you put can put things up on the wall. You, you can can't make staple wallet. things to the wall. Yeah, exactly. There's so many different things you can use tape for. Uh, but as someone who doesn't like things on things, I've got to say that snacks tape residue, snacks. snacks on snacks. Girl, you're breathing <laughs> heavy as hell. I know you're hungry. Um, but. <laughs> The bad thing about oh, tape City. is that if you need to remove it, like it's gonna leave those those goop sticky marks. Like there is nothing more annoying than like getting a book or a game or any kind of product and like peeling the tape off and being like, well, I guess I just have to live with this discolored sticky part for the rest of my life. Yeah, but no, but doesn't that fill you with comfort? No and confidence. I was just saying tape... how much I hate it. No, the tape is gonna stick with you. It's saying, look. I can't leave without destroying both of our lives because I'm going to get a piece of your flesh stuck on me and you're going to get me stuck on So That's really strong tape if you have a piece so of your flesh stuck on I'm going to be there. I have really weak flesh. It just, <laughs> oh, pull, it just peels off like nobody's business. Um, so the tape is going to be there. It's committed. It's saying, you know what? We don't – hey, we don't need a tape prenup. We don't uh, need yeah. to say – if I leave what you're going to leave behind and what office supplies I'm going to take. No, I'm going to be here. Whereas staples uh, are basically like the the military occupation of adhesives because it's like, you know what? Hey, I'm going to be here forever and I'm going to shoot you in the face. Yeah, here's the thing though. Which would you rather be shot with? Uh, a staple gun or well, a tape a, gun? A, a, there is no such thing as a tape gun. Well, not with that attitude. But... <laughs> So I think weaponized a a staple gun is way more way more effective, and if you know if you're trying to defeat the T one thousand or you know some sort of army of of futuristic future bots, oh, yeah. uh, that staple gun, term. that staple gun is going to be it. Or you know if you're if you're like Matt Damon in a in one of the Bourne films, you know staple gun that's going to be good for you because. You know, he can use anything and turn it into a weapon, even his own sense of self-doubt. Oh, yeah. Hey, you know what's great? Hmm. Bubble tape. Ooh, that's true. Not the, I don't know what that is. I mean, is. we just talked about it like four episodes ago, but. Yeah, Kevin still doesn't know what it is. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't he know. He blacks out after is. every episode. Yeah, that's right. It's like I go it's into a memento. trance to record every, every podcast is like memento. He wakes up. For every podcast, there's like tattoos all over his arms. Like, guys, can I tell you? That's how you know none of this is scripted. It's all improv. (laughs) Can I tell you about Sammy Jenkins? What? Sammy Sammy, Sammy Jenkins. Sammy Jenkins Jr. Sammy Jenkins is the only other person diagnosed with my disease. You got freaking watch Memento, guys. Uh, I I watched the movie. Uh, I I saw it like six years ago. Well, go watch it in, because I found out that is a real disease, by the way. People actually have that disease. disease. Oh, yeah. He's my favorite X-Men villain. Um, 
But would you rather have a kick me sign taped to your back or stapled to your back, Kevin? Why is that <laughs> a good rather, question? <laughs> I would rather have it stapled to my back because then at least I would have some blood you, to get. I thought in. you were going to go with the whole you know it's there route, but that's good. No, because be I would be have reminded some blood. that you have blood. I would have some blood to bleed out, and then I would say, uh, uh that Teacher, movie where, where he sees me. the he sees the blood, and he's like, there will be blood. Yeah, yeah, and then I'll be able to say there will be blood, and the proof I have is that there is blood. How come they never said that? There is blood, because there is in that movie. But then again, we'd also never have cinematic masterpieces like Be Kind Rewind uh, without tape. Uh, You know, and I'll tell you right now, that movie is incorrectly categorized as a comedy. Oh, I thought you were going to say incorrectly categorized as kind as a, as a film. Um, no, I thought it was a really good movie. It's just not really that funny. I thought it was very interesting and and uh, a movie, a a movie that did stuff. No, an interesting look at like how film brings a community together and how people function. Are we talking uh, about Crash and how, and how people oh, yeah, make yeah. memories? Yeah. So, but it wasn't really that funny. Uh, all right, and it was need- also kind of racially awkward. We need to take a vote on this. I am going to go ahead and go with tape um, because I got that gooby gone, and I don't need things stapled gooby in my life. Gooby. It's just too much pain and suffering and sadness. Kevin? I am going to go with tape because um, you can you can make people be quiet with it. I mean, I guess you can do the same with staples, and it would actually be more effective because then it would make it would really get their lips stuck together. So I'm going to go with staples. Well, either way, Kevin is a uh, kidnapper. Uh, Jordan? Uh, All I'm saying is I like to kidnap people. <laughs> if that makes me a kidnapper, uh, okay, fine. Um, so be it. This is America. <laughs> Jordan? I'm going to go with tape because uh, without tape, uh, what are the hipsters going to listen to their music on? <laughs> If only there was some other Records. format. Nah, dude, vinyl is so mainstream. It's is that true. right? It's also it's expensive. Tapes. Hey, by the way, cheap. don't don't eat two pieces of pizza and a large shamrock shake for dinner. It won't work out well for you. Uh oh, shoot! But tape has led to the haunted mixtape. I may oh I may change my vote. No, I'm still going with tape. Well, uh, but Jordan, you said the haunted mixtape was vastly disappointing. It was. I was well, still. I had a good time out. listening. to Jordan it. was just more weirded out than scared. I wasn't even that weirded out. I was just kind of. I don't know. I I was like, this is really crappy music. You were you were you were gassy. Is that right? <laughs> yeah. I still need to decide whether or not um, we're going to upload that onto the wider internet. Uh, I and think you got to do it. Satan into the Matrix. Hey, you know what else uh, needs but thank to be you uploaded so much onto the internet? For your question. The wrestlers. Hmm. Next question. Oh, yeah. Oh, shoot. I do need to do that, actually. I have been meaning to do that. Okay, good. Uh, thank you for your question, Miss Jetski. Uh, next question, also from Hector, is Igloo versus Tent. Oh, and the winner of that other one was Tape. Igloo versus Tent. Go. Which is better? Which would you rather live in? Igloo or tent? An igloo is just an ice tent. Mm, Yeah, that is what the dictionary entry says. An igloo is an ice tent. 
Here's the thing, though. You can pitch a tent on top of snow. That's something you can do. You, you can't just like have a freaking igloo. You can't have an all season seasons igloo. Yeah, my like, summer this, igloo. It is, a vi- <laughs> it is a very limited uh, housing structure. It's just gonna well, melt as soon as it warms up outside, unless you can like make an igloo out of mud and it still be an igloo. I think I'm that's also more not convinced that anybody actually though. made igloos because I've looked at like like videos or like instructions online as to how to make an igloo, and it is freaking difficult. Kevin is, in fact, an igloo truther. I think that that igloos are a conspiracy of the U.S. government in conjunction with the Inuit population, in conjunction with the Sicilian mafia, and they're just a way to waste people's time so that they don't find out the real truth about how they're using the the Alaskan pipeline to transport uh, ectoplasm so that Slimer can become mayor of Chicago. (laughs) That's true. Um, well, like, I, igloos are cool in that they look cool. I mean, it's an experience. You can, like, say, like, hey, I made and slept in an igloo, but I don't know how, like, productive it is, actually. Like, you're still surrounded by snow and ice, and there's the possibility of it collapsing on you, too. Like, that's, that's a very real thing. I don't know if I could sleep soundly in an igloo. If a tent collapses on you, that's hilarious and, like, a John Candy-esque sight gag. If if an igloo collapses on you, it's essentially an avalanche. That's true. Tents, though, I mean, they're always such a pain to put together. You've got those rods and flaps and something always Cones. tears. And you have to pin it down. Like, it's so much trouble. I mean, I imagine it's less trouble than building an igloo in the Arctic tundra. But it's still, like, it's a whole, it's a whole thing. Well, the the biggest problem with igloos, I think, is the whole union dimension of it. Because you do ha- you have you to have an have igloo to hire union, union member. Yeah, yeah the, the igloo union members. And they, they take like a four-minute ice break, a 40-minute uh, whale break where they go whaling. Um, it's really involved. Mm, yeah. Disadvantage igloo, though. You can have a Spider-Man tent, but you can't have a Spider-Man igloo. Unless you do some very <laughs> dedicated, like, ice sculpturing. Uh-huh. Advantage igloo. <clears throat> On the planet Tatooine, you get to live in a sand igloo. A so sand is there a thing? Is yeah, that, that what they lived yeah, in? Yeah, that's what Uncle yeah. Owen and Aunt Peru lived in. I didn't realize that was the technical name for it. Um, another advantage igloo, uh, you can store your um, Gatorade of choice inside of it. Uh, and then dump it on your coach after the the big game. <laughs> for uh, all of you um, uh-huh. water cooler enthusiasts out uh-huh. there. Yep. <laughs> well, I I feel like really this should be igloo versus teepee because tents. I mean, I feel tents, like a teepee is a tent. Tents could be, but tents could you know not every every igloo or every teepee is a tent, but not every tent is a teepee. Oh, fair point. Because, you know, tents, you got your Coleman camping tents, and then you got to deal with, like, the guy who's got his, his moon moon pies or his hobo hobo chili pot or whatever, and he's like, ah, Yeah, I'm, I'm Frank Zappa's fourth child, hobo chili pot. Yeah. I <laughs> uh, whipped this up for us, and then we're going to go on a, a nature hike so that we can discover our inner pectins and you're just like no i'm i'm good i think i'm just gonna wait till a bear comes and kills me 
Uh, it is much easier to engage in ice fishing from inside an igloo, though, than a tent. Like, I can imagine that'd be pretty nice, you know, to be fishing from the the comfort of your icy yeah, palace home. You don't need to fish to get ice. Like, you don't need to go fishing to get ice. You can just, like, walk a couple of feet and pick up, pick up some ice. You can also put a periscope in an igloo. Wait, Kevin, I, I thought I thought the whole a point periscope. Of, I thought the whole point of ice fishing was that you were trying to collect ice. Yeah, you're fishing for ice. Exactly. Again, what you, what you do is you leave a, a hook in the water long enough for ice to gather around it, and then you pull it out and you break the. Well, ice no, off. you you Genius. put a little bit of water vapor on there. Put a little bit of water vapor, and then the you ice is like, oh, vapor, no, that's Rob. my cousin. He, <laughs> you, get, you get a, uh, a breathe right strip on there, and oh. then the ice is like, ooh. Okay. I hate that Vic stuff. It's It doesn't wash off easily. It gets all over you. I really don't like it at all. It's, the it's ugh, and it makes my nose feel funny. In a good way. Uh, <laughs> all right, we need to take a vote on this. Jordan, what are you going with? I'm going with Igloo, because they are the maker of uh, very, very many fine cooler products. And I need those to keep my uh, my beer supply icy cold on game day. Oh, or if you just have an actual Igloo, you could just stick it right in the wall. That'd be pretty You sweet. could do that, too. Beer I mean, I mean, I'm pretty sure there's a Coors Light commercial to that effect. but uh... I mean, what hasn't there been a Coors Light commercial for, though? I am going to go with tent because of its versatility uh and because it's more of like an all seasons uh transportable home like i don't have to be worrying about like precipitation all seasons are you kidding me how about you go outside and pitch a tent and sleep in it right now and not if it's die. a nice tent and i've got a nice sleeping bag no 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 yeah, no sure, say anything it. about sleeping bag oh come on if you have a tent you have a sleeping bag I'm going to sleep in my tent tonight just to spite you. Kevin? Uh, you know, I'm going to go with Igloo because that's what... Um, Jordan uh, said. That, no, yeah, that's... No, that's what... What's his face? The guy you played in Polarities slept in. Oh, Polaritis. In the, yeah. Oh, Bob he Parker. Went to the South Pole, North Pole. Bob... <laughs> <laughs> Captain Bob Barker. That's a, ca- you wait, think what was your character's John name? Bartlett. Yeah, yeah. Bob Bartlett. Rob Sparklet. So thank you so much for your questions, Hector. And next time you need to choose between a tent or an igloo, go ahead with an igloo. You're going to be glad you did. Our final question comes to us from Ariana Lynn. Thank you so much, who also had some very nice things to say about the podcast. Uh, we, we appreciate it when folks let us know that they're enjoying the show. I don't know if that's her actual last name, though. Because I think she's one of them. It's actually teachy. Huffington. No, nah, she's one of them teachy teaches nah. that, that nah, has we'll to hide themselves from children on the internet. It's oh, uh, Ariana yeah, Stellador Breakfast Street, right? Oh yeah, that's true. Uh, Amelia Loin. Amelia Loin, thank you so much. Amelia. Who wants to know <laughs> Spanish versus French? And she first phrased this as the language versus the language, but I propose we expand it to include uh, entire cultures. So, Spanish versus French, language as well as peoples. Go. Um, the Spanish 
are really depressing. How so? Just because they're in like Steinbeck novels? No, because they. Hold like, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Really Before depressing. Kevin goes any like, further, we need to recognize the bias that he inherently has by having the last name Gall. Oh yeah, of the course Gallic he's going to pick French. Well, this is what his people are. That's well, exactly the Gaelic people. This snooty kind of thing I'd expect hey, from a Gaul. All I'm going to say: first people to use soap. The uh, first people to abandon it. Um, no, like there was, I, I, a friend of mine was like reading some Spanish short story, and it was about, and this... which was indicative of their entire canon of literature. Exactly. Thank you. Um, no, and that like this girl was like blind, and she like started dating this guy, and he was like, oh. Uh, you know, I'm not really, I'm not attractive. And she was like, I don't care. You're awesome. And then she like undergoes this operation to get her sight back. Operation. And she looks, and she looks at him and she's like, you're ugly. And he I'm has out. water on the knee. And then, so she leaves him and he's heartbroken. And, and that's the end of the story. Yeah. And that is the only story that is told in Spain. Uh, uh yeah. It's been it's, passed it's called, down it's called... through moral tradition for years and years and years. It's Any called time the story a of member of government is uh is installed, uh that is read to the people to remind them uh that they once were blind but then regained their sight but and now, abandoned now their see. ugly forefathers. Also, um Spanish Armada, pretty dumb. Yeah, pretty great band. Um <laughs> they're my favorite prog rock group. Now, I have been to neither. I've never been overseas. Have either of you been to Spainland? Yep. Um, I, I have been over a sea, but I haven't been to Spain or France. You went to the land of the rising sun. That's right. Um, but Canada. If you see London and you see France, then you see someone's underpants. Jordan, so you've been to both Spain and France land. I have lived in France. When did you visit tra- Spain by what? Plane, train, automobile? Uh, cruise ship. Oh. Well, what? Do you, how would you compare the two uh, as far as living says? Are the French as, as snooty as cartoons make them out to be? Nah, just Parisians. People from Persia? Yeah, par- Parisians. <laughs> as in the people from Paris. Oh, Paris. Why don't you say it in American? Uh, but... Uh, the only the only city in Spain that I have visited was Barcelona, and uh, all the buildings there looked like cakes. Oh, so that's an advantage of Spain. They've got that cake architecture going. Now. <laughs> they do. They also know how to um to to kill a good animal for sport. They're super into the into that. Got those matadors. Why are they throwing people in streets though? That's a Spanish thing, right? The running of the bulls. Or is that bull? Yeah, it's just one bull. Oh, it's the running runs. of the bull. Yeah. The running of Red Bull. <laughs> they just throw a can of Red Bull and it rolls down the streets. Are we just doing the culture of Spain and the culture of France or the culture of all countries that speak Spanish? And I think you can expand it as much as you big, like. Big, big plus for Spanish-speaking countries is El Chupacabra. Um, and Mexican wrestling. Right, Mexico well, in two, general. Two two separate things. Um, Chupacabra's great because I don't know about you guys, but I have always felt like goats are a little too smug. 
They're mm. like a little too like, oh, yeah, I'm a goat and I'm going to, you know, mess your crap up. Uh, and Chupacabra, his whole deal is I'm going to suck the blood out of goats and kill them. Yeah. Right. So Very it's like true. the enemy of my enemy is my friend. So Spain gave us Mexico, which every is universally loved and revered. It's, it's um, pronounced Magico. Magic gave us Magic Ma- the Gathering. Magico. <laughs> um, gave us Majesto. Uh, whereas the French gave us Canada, which they're just kind of, I don't know, boring and nice. Well, Although French... most of my favorite musicians are Canadian. No, the French gave us palette. Quebec. The rest of Canada was from England, so really, you only get Montreal, and that's about it. Well, of Montreal is pretty good, even though they're not from Montreal. No. No, they are not. Aren't the French in control of, like, some island or something? The island of France. And didn't they also give us, like, New Orleans, like Gumbo and Gambit and the X-Men and... The Louisiana Purchase, yes. Uh, Yeah. This is thrilling history talk. (laughs) All right, so downside of Spain, Spanish, they gave us the Colombian novel 100 Years of Solitude. That just sounds real depressing. I haven't read it. Yeah, that's the classic have on your shelf but never actually read book. Yeah. I've seen so many people who own that book and have never you, read you it. get bonus points if it's in Spanish too, so you can't even read it. Yeah, exactly. Um, French did give us croissants though, Croissant. which is croissant, which is not a contribution to be taken lightly. Like those are those are darn ah, good. Ah, but They're... Spanish gave us Mexican food. They gave us Taco Bell. Yeah, I mean as a as a byproduct. What is Yeah, well um, what is the croissant giving us other than the byproduct of croissant witches at Burger King? <laughs> that is literally the only product of croissants. That is the only contribution that croissants have made to society. What about ants named Chris? Chris Aunt? Oh wow, great contribution, My aunt, Kevin. Chris. Glad you popped back in for that one. Hey everybody, I'm here. I, I mean, anytime anybody's like, which country is better? Uh, the answer is neither of them. Every country sucks. Except for And America. everybody wants to get out of it. Ah, but well, yeah, you know, you know. With the Great Mountain. You know pop. which country has more Spanish speakers than French speakers? That's America. Mm, so that's Spanish, Spanish is almost America's second language. Weird fact, though. Um. Spain also has more French speakers than the country of France. Oh, I thought you were going to say more French speakers than English speakers. Yeah. I <laughs> know. Uh, make I, a I lick just, of sense. I just made that up. That's completely false. <laughs> I had no idea. But wouldn't it be wild? Wouldn't it be wouldn't nice? Wouldn't it be nice if, if we, we were, were older? <laughs> then we wouldn't have to wait so long. Um, speaking of waiting, I think we've waited long enough. We need to take a vote on this. <laughs> Kevin, what are you going with? Uh, I'm going to go with France because... You're voting with the Victor... French? Are you sure you want to vote with the losing side? Because if I've learned anything from Victor Hugo, it's that... No idea what you just said. Jean Valjean is... Oh, yeah. Is the the president of everything? Yeah, 
He keeps having all those affairs with supermodels. So and if pulling he, boats around with his teeth. You know, if if France produces Jean Valjean, and Jean Valjean becomes the president of France, which is, I think, how the book ends. I've never read the end of it. Um, he, you know, nobody can stop him. He's going to become the Manchurian candidate, and then Denzel Washington and him are going to fight to the death. Yeah. And then he's going to put explosives on a, on a train. Yeah. Um, I am going to go with the Spanish because they uh, don't have any dumb council that votes on what words are allowed to be added to the language uh, and what the French equivalent of new words should be. That is just the worst. I mean, who decides that their language just like arbitrarily like reached its zenith at a certain point and isn't allowed to develop anymore? Jordan? Uh, I actually already saw this uh, question asked, like, as it happened, and I threw in my two cents then. Uh, and this is, we're going to go strictly not funny. From a linguistic standpoint, French is a way dumber language than Spanish is because it has, like, 40 different vowel sounds, and I'm not, like, throwing out an exaggerated number there. They have 40 different vowel sounds, where Spanish has five. The language is largely phonetic. If you say something out loud in Spanish, you can spell it. It's just a very simple, smart language, and I like it. So I apologize, Ariana, if you are a French teacher. You didn't make clear uh, whether you were a Spanish teacher or a French teacher, but... French, I mean, they're a bunch of losers. So, well, at least they, <laughs> that's no, historically at least they true. Have a you can look it up. They haven't won anything. At least they have Napoleon. a dressing. At least they have a dressing. Oh, that's true. Is there a Spanish dressing? Let's no, because it would just be tacos. It would just be ground <laughs> like up tacos. tacos. I do like taco seasoning. <laughs> I like, my name's Tacos. <laughs> Is a Spanish vinaigrette? What, what is? What did I say that in response to? You were you said you told me that was you were visiting a church and somebody asked you your name and for some reason you said <laughs> my name is Tacos. My name is Tacos. That's right, I did. <laughs> were you eating a taco at the time? Was this like some type no. of potluck? <laughs> no, I don't remember why I said it. That's a great just, first impression I've, to make with the Lord. Hey, my name is Tacos. They were probably like. This poor child is a special needs child. Uh, all right. Grandma would be crazy. <laughs> Thanks so much for joining us. If you'd like to send us a question, you can email us like uh, Heather Jetsky did at ninjas versus podcast as versus VS no period at gmail.com. We're happy to take your questions there. Uh, you can also find us on facebook.com slash ninjas versus podcast uh we post funny videos and things on there as well um like jordan said sometimes we'll we'll chat with folks on there uh it's a fun place and uh we also make little reminders uh for folks of when we're going to be recording if you have a question that you want to put our way right in the nick of time uh you can also connect with us on twitter uh, at ninjas versus podcast or tweet with the nvp hashtag to be eligible for the tweet of the week, Jordan. Do we have a tweet of the week? Nope. <laughs> we literally do not. Uh, there's nothing but uh, Net Netherlander political offices and New Voices Pittsburgh. No, no tweets. Yeah, of the New week. Voices Pittsburgh. So holding it down. That's 
that's it. No tweet of the week. Sorry, you guys didn't didn't fill in, didn't didn't hold up your end of the bargain. Yeah, there really is nothing. Oh man, this is a first. Uh, Kevin, do we at least have a follower of the week though? We absolutely do. Uh, we have recently been followed by uh, Suburbia Unwrapped. Oh yeah. <laughs> so. If you live in the suburbs, uh, guess what? No more mysteries about the suburbs. They're all gone. It's all leaving. Uh, turns out turns out everything was robots. Uh, thank you so much to Animal Tropical for letting us use their song 20 Miles for our intro. And to Sparrows and Crows for letting us use their song Ultraviolet Bliss for our outro. And our final question, keeping with our ninjas versus theme ninjas versus shrimp go well i'm gonna vote for mantis shrimp because they have like 16 different cones in their eyes they the ninjas won't be able to hide because the mantis shrimp eye is just so well defined that there is no camouflage strong enough that will hide you and they've got those pincers that shoot like bullets so i don't know how those ninjas are going to handle it yeah them cones kevin you know i am gonna go with ninjas because as willing as shrimp are to eat garbage off the floor of the ocean ninjas with their intense training would be able to do the same thing but with (laughs) knives and i'm going to go with uh ninjas because they are going to deploy their own uh, counter ninja shrimp uh, who are just going to take those regular strong arm shrimp down like they're going to have cute little shuriken and everything it's going to be adorable so thank you so much for joining us for another episode of ninjas versus podcast as ever i'm tyler i'm jordan and i'm tacos <laughs> and until next time go <laughs> sad <laughs> Uh, uh, I still can't. Why tacos? Why tacos? I don't know. I really don't like, know. It wasn't a patented piece of Kevin Gold. My name's Tacos. What's that? No. Well, we dance it was out just something that you didn't Yup. We're gonna bounce and shake our bodies. Trending on Facebook. We'll Rapper Lil Boozie was released from prison Wednesday. Oh, is that? Is that Bieber's uh, suit? Lil Boozy? Lil Boozy? We'll hit the ground. Let the grass scratch up our legs. And we'll soak in the ultraviolet bliss. I'm doing this whole podcast with my mouth full. And here's what I'm going to tell you. Whatever you think, whatever you think, you're wrong.